A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's alive! Reynolds! Reynolds! You can take me down! I have seen it all! I have seen everything! Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. G'day, guys. Welcome back to a live session of the Sunday Sesh for Round 12 on Insight Fantasy Sports, where we talk all things NRL Supercoach for the round just gone, sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. I am your host, the Supercoach Brain, joined by my co-host, the Woodchopper Extraordinaire, <laughs> Supercoach Matrix. Matty, you've been pretty busy this weekend from what I've heard. Oh, mate, cut, chop, chop some wood. Um, I don't know what else I did. Went for a run. Just just I'm a picture of fitness, I'm a picture of health. Watch watch the Mighty West Tigers get up. I tell you what, there hasn't been too many weeks where the uh, Broncos lost and the Tigers have won in the last, you know, three or four years. But anyway, here we are, two in you a row. What? You know what? I feel like the Tigers have won and the Broncos have lost more in the last four weeks <laughs> than in the last 14 years. And it's, uh, it's a great time. I'm enjoying myself. So... Mate, let's uh, let's talk all things Super Coach. I mean, on today's show, what we'll do is we'll talk through round twelve, all the booms, all the busts. Guys, drop your comments. We are live, so drop your comments in the comment section below. If you have any questions on round thirteen, the big first major buy round, there's going to be plenty going on for round thirteen. So drop your questions below if you have any early trade thoughts or any early questions for that uh, for the, for us. And uh, otherwise, if you don't have any questions, just let us know how well you went. If you, if you got a good score, if you didn't, let us know. Uh, we're still trying to work out what par looks like this week, probably around 1,200. So if you've got around uh, 1,200 or over, you're probably a little bit above par, but it's a bit hard to gauge at the moment. So we will, uh, I guess we'll find out at the end of this episode, mate. So, um, mate, buys are approaching. Um, I, this is probably something, I guess, that we've been thinking about maybe for the last month or so around like our trades have always had 
round 13 in mind. Um, so for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, go back and check out our buy planner episode. We did a full episode goes for about an hour on our channel. It's probably about five or six videos back now, but go and check it out. Uh, we've gone through rounds. I think it was 12 to 20. So there's, there's some pretty good chat there. Probably some of our better work, I think. So for anybody a little bit stuck on maybe what moves to make next week, drop them in the comments, but also go and check that episode out as well. And lastly, please subscribe, please like, please follow, all the good stuff. You know, go the extra mile, leave us a review, tell a mate about the podcast. It's the only way that we can grow the podcast and we would really appreciate it if you do like the content. Maddie, how'd you go? How'd you go this weekend? Bit of a weird one, this one. It was super weird. I couldn't work out whether I was going well or not. Like a couple of guys got tons um, that I went, wasn't sort of expecting. Um, your boy, Jareem Buller, Dream the Dream. Um, yeah, that's him. Springs springs to mind but yeah just a weird week ended up with 1240 um captain nico much it's just against the knights i just wasn't ballsy enough to go against it in hindsight probably in hindsight uh probably should have vc nico hindsight and um and captain Fafita because i did have a bit of a feeling there but i'm um, feeling in my waters but yeah look 1240 pretty happy i uh, might see some red arrows i think but not too bad. I should sit, stay sitting around that 13,000. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit the same. 1264. So I'm not upset. I had a pretty good round. I mean, like, I shouldn't complain about anything above 1250 really, but one of those weeks where I feel like I'm, I think I lost maybe three of my six matchups. Like it was just one of those weird weeks where like a, whoever I verse seemed to just kill me. Like uh, I, can't remember who it was, but there was one of the leagues, and I think the public league out of all the leagues. So I got like 1,380 against me. I'm like, come on, man. This is a public league. Give me a break. Um, so, yeah, he he destroyed me. So, But the two cash leagues are one. So that's all that matters. Uh, 1,264 for me. A couple of questions coming in. Raymond Crane, 1,238. Could have been 1,450, though, if you picked the right matchups. And I'm assuming that a lot of us are sitting in the same boat, Matty. would. People didn't play Bula. They didn't play Shoestar. You know, there's, there's a lot of big scores out there that probably would have been sitting on the pine this week. Look, you would have had to be really ballsy to play Josh Shuster after the nightmare that has been his season. Um, he looked really good. Uh, thankfully, it gives you a bit of faith going into other weeks. But not don't kick yourself for not playing Josh Shuster. Nobody did. Yeah, that's right. There's no chance that people would have played him. I mean, look. For people that don't really care too much about Supercoach, maybe they just slapped him in their starting second row or something like that. But most of the time, if he's in your 5'8", you're not playing him. Um, no. and, and also, we're at the part of the season, it's round 12. You're not playing these guys that are 270K that are a chance to get you 12. Um, you know, you, you want to play these guys that you know you're going to get a guaranteed 40 or 50 out of as a minimum. So um, I don't think we missed out. The, the only the great thing about Schuster is that a lot of us held him. And, uh, and a lot of other people sold. I think I saw 2,000 people sold Schuster this week, even though he was named a player after, what, four weeks out? That's bizarre yeah. to me. How good. Yeah. I Look, I was extremely frustrated because I actually thought that he was a guy that could be worth 500K throughout the end of the year and just got really excited. I was excited about Turbo. I was excited about every everything that was happening there. Um, but, yeah, obviously 12 weeks later, I was right. Doesn't that feel right. good? I know. How good? You've been sitting there waiting for this moment, haven't you? you you've been thinking, oh, I can't wait in round 12 when he finally comes back for me to be able to talk about this. So, I'll Yeah, if you tell me at the start of the year that he was going to play, like, what's he played? Three, four games by round 12. I wouldn't have believed you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, but we, we, we did initially talk about the fact that he's an injury risk. So I guess yep. we did put it out there. Uh, we didn't really buy into our own chat. We still got him because he was just so cheap, but not overly important now, is it? I mean, you probably just hold him on your bench. You might make a bit of cash out of him now over the next okay. two, three rounds. I have six second rowers. If he was five-eighth only, I wouldn't have held him. There was no chance I was holding him. But six second rowers, you have seven center wings. You can afford that. So, Agreed. Big Justin Herbeth, big Herbie. Uh, met Ryan Pappenhausen at the Kangaroos game on the weekend. So a few of the, the boys, including Mickey Dell, who's on the AFL podcast for Insight Fantasy Sports. He and uh, a few of the boys, uh, I think Jakey Skidmore and, and Trent Evans, they've both been on the pod as well. Uh, they got together and went to the North uh, North Melbourne Kangaroos AFL game. Terrible sport. I wonder how many blokes named Darcy were in that team on the weekend. Oh, 12. At uh, least half the squad. with 12. It was 11 and a half, actually. I just found it. <laughs> but Ryan Pappenhausen went to the game. He's a North supporter, apparently, and the boys got to meet him. They got a photo of him. It's now become, and I think you might have even done this, it's now become <laughs> our group chat photo. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enjoyed that. That was good. Professor Cactus. 13-16 and lost his matchup. That's pretty stiff. Shots, 13-23. So there's some big scores out there. Liam Meds, 14-29. Captain Nico Stefano on the bench as well, which is pretty brutal. Don't and Gutherson had a stinker. Stefano. Yeah, Jackson wouldn't be happy. I, I don't know how you're happy about your cousin either, Jackson. <laughs> um, 50 with about bloody 75 minutes or whatever it was that he played. So spewing. Would have been, uh, I would have been pretty happy if uh, Joey Tarpany. I mean, look, when you think Joey Tarpany 60 minutes, you expect him to get 75, right? So to see him get 50 is a little bit disappointing. Maybe there's some updates there, and, and I'm I, hoping that there will be. I really liked his minutes, though. I think he played like the first 60 minutes of the game and then got a rest there at, towards the end. Look, pretty happy, sort of trending in the right way. <laughs> uh, Melissa Hansen knows how to push my buttons. How good's Reed Marnie been? What did he get? 19. Yep. Yeah, that's, I don't even yeah, know if I'm that's... ready to talk about that yet. It actually hurts my soul. Look, Ash, look, I did get to watch watch a bit of this, and he was looking kind of good. Um, sort of got um that HIA. He got elbowed to the face by um, Tino. Tino could be, get himself into a bit of trouble, but legit, like Reed is just. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him. I've made my bet. I'm gonna lay in it, but yeah, it it hurts. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold Marty. I mean, look, 550K or whatever he ends up being around that price tag. Look, I mean, I've got Sonny Luke as my second hooker. So I'm going to I'm gonna fix that first. That's that's a bigger issue than Reed Midney at the moment. Uh, and, and good from Jackson. He's going to actually text Joey Tarpany and tell him that he was shit-ass tonight. So that's yeah, cool. I'm sure that'll sort him out for next week. Thanks, mate. Yep. Um, a few uh, – Salty is good, saying that – Hudson Sinbin was a little bit questionable. Um, As an I'm owner, sure you think I agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I missed the last I, game. I actually, oh no, I do. He sort of uh, he he was sort of running chasing Schuster. Schuster scored, gave him a bit of a shove, and then uh, Kepi and all the other boys sort of come in. I'd say swinging, but come in pushing, and Hudson sort of started it. I feel like Hudson copped the fact that there was a bit of push and shove for about ten minutes there, on and off. So, um, yeah, they just tried to clean it up. So, anyway, yeah, fair enough. minus 10 fair for enough. us. That's all right. I mean, look, hopefully he doesn't get named for Origin. That's your main priority at this point in time. Well, if Olokowatu, uh, and we can touch it later, but if Olokowatu 
he went on report and it looked pretty nasty. Um, yeah, if he's ineligible, I reckon Hudson Young will get picked. I thought Olakowatu would get picked, but um, yeah, could be Hudson if he's out. We were speaking throughout the week and and basically it's kind of like it, it's either Olakowatu or Hudson Young, really. Like there, there's this spot there for this edge back rower, for impact edge back rower. It's got to be one of the two, really. No, no one else can be picked in that spot. So no. uh, I'd say that if Olakowatu misses out, then it's it's Huddy. Huddy's in. So which yep. which is shit for owners, but it is what it is. That's super coach. So yep. um mate, let's talk through the hundreds. There were sixteen hundreds this weekend. Raise Did you back. know that six of them were in from the Tigers? Six hundreds from the West Tigers. Considering we were also part of the biggest ever super coach team score last year against the Sydney Roosters. They scored like 1,320 super coach points against us. But I think we had the eighth highest super coach team score this weekend, 1,260, I think it was roughly, which is pretty cool. Stafford Toa leading well, when the you score leading about, When you score about 69 tries, then uh, you probably deserve it. Every time I looked up, they'd scored again. Giggity. Yeah, now the sixty-six points. Um, but yeah, Stafford Tower leading the leading the way, one hundred and fifty-two. Didn't he? he did you watch next week? Yeah, yeah, I would too. I'm going to buy him straight away, mate. One hundred and fifty-two. Yeah. He gave Val Holmes a bath. Put this bloke in at left or right center, just opposing <laughs> yeah, opposing uh, Val Holmes in in Origin, and he will just destroy him. Because did you see the and, double fan? Two fans yeah. on the same play. Yeah, knocked him to his ass twice. It was such good viewing. I, I really enjoyed that. that. Actually, to be honest with you, you know, look, I'm wearing my Tigers jersey tonight. That was one of. Actually, no, I'm going to lie. That that was the most enjoyable Tigers game I've watched since probably 2011. I thought you were going to say think, it was the best day of your life. It was. No, nah, no, nah, I've been married. I've had a kid, so I can't. I can't discount those those moments. Oh, yeah, but yeah, never say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not when maybe she watches. So, uh, <laughs> um, but no, no, uh, that was really impressive from the Tigers. They played good footy, and it reminded me of the two thousand and five Tigers. It reminded me of the guys that just went out, they offloaded, they passed at will, they spread the ball, they just did random shit, and it always worked. Um, so, uh, and I'm really impressed with Brandon Wakeham, who also got one hundred and nineteen, Buller one twenty four, uh, who else? Junior Tupo one oh nine, Brooks one oh three, and Coruscant one hundred on the dot. So. Six big 100 scores in Supercoach. I guess maybe the other one and the second highest score of the weekend is Big Tommy Turbo, 141. Uh, I feel like him and Tedesco have come out to prove a point this weekend. 141 for Turbo, 118 for Teddy. What are your thoughts on these two guys? Because, I mean, look, we've got to wait until teams are announced. I mean, they might be even announced as we're on the pod. Um, yep. So we'll try and keep an eye on news as it comes through. But what are your thoughts on both of these guys? Because if Turbo doesn't get named, does he become then borderline a must-have if he's not playing Origin? doesn't matter. He gets named now. You think he's proved a point now, right? Like you think maybe they were watching him this weekend and it's going to come down to, okay, you've performed now, you've earned your spot? Oh, I think that Freddie's probably had a talk to him during the week. Basically said, pull pull your finger out and do something this weekend and you've got it. <laughs> I don't even know if it would have been that. It would have been like, mate, if you're right, you have the spot. Like, you're in. Um, just go out there, show me that you're not super hampered, and, uh, yeah, we'll pick you. And yeah. he went out there and, yeah, was absolute fire against the Raiders team that's been really good. Like, it's not like they've come out and pumped the Dragons and he scored 145 against the Dragons. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting probably a top 100 from him. And, yeah. Um, yeah, 144, and he was phenomenal. Um, 
Schuster was phenomenal. Um, that whole side, like Garrick, like it was amazing. It was yeah, Garrick. Yeah. Garrick 107, Schuster 105. I mean, look, if you said to me Schuster's going to get 100 this weekend, I would have laughed you out of the room. There is no way Schuster's getting 100, mate. The guy's got a base of about seven points. So he, he just – he was he actually had a really good game. I mean, I caught bits and pieces of this game. I didn't get to watch the full game. Bath and the little guy trying to feed him and stuff. But um, I, I was following the scores, and it just kept going up. It just kept accumulating, think, Schuster. Like – his try assist that those no look passes, and even the try that he scored, it was a little op- uh, opportunistic. Um, but like, yeah, he just has an eye and a knack for scoring and getting out there. And I think as long as Manly are going well, uh, Schuster's going to be scoring really well. I still wouldn't play Schuster if they're playing a top five team at the moment. There's five teams that are top of the table. I wouldn't play Schuster against any of them because I don't think Manly's as good as those teams. But I think if they're playing anyone else, um, yeah, it could be a play every week. Yeah, good shot. Mitchie Moses, 130. Everybody's kind of going, oh, thank God I got Mitch Moses. And, I, you know, for everybody who sold Cleary to Moses, you can breathe a sigh of relief this week. But I think uh, I think Cleary's on about 340 points and Moses is on about 140. So you've yep. got a bit of catching up to do there if you're a, Mo- a Cleary to Moses seller. But still, you've got to be happy with this weekend considering Moses looked pretty good and so did Dylan Brown, 113. Yeah, yeah, really happy with deal bags. Um, I bought him for about 780. He'll probably be 800 throughout the week. I probably paid for him at what I thought was one of his peaks. And, um, yeah, just banking those points from him. Parramatta are playing really good footy too. Yeah, they are. I, I bought him for about 660, maybe, yeah. 650 around that mark. So I'm pretty happy with the point that I bought him because I feel like as soon as I did get him, maybe I copped a couple of 60s, but then he just took off. So very happy with Dylan Brown. Um, we've talked through Buller and Wakem, Tedesco, David Fafita this afternoon, man, this guy. Everyone keeps saying on Twitter, they're like – Oh, it was a contract year. It was like, well, that's null and void because he signed a contract about a month ago. Uh, and then they're like, oh, he's got an origin position to get. It was like, well, that that's that's fine. But like, when do we finally admit that David Fafita is actually good? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think in the past years we've been like, oh, he turns up when he wants to turn up. But he's been so consistent, consistently, easily the second row forward one this year by a, by a country mile. Um, he becomes a must-have. And I mean, honestly, I wouldn't argue with people if they tried to pick him up round 14 and just went, you know what, I just need this guy on my team, even through Origin, who cares? Yeah, I've sort of said that on Twitter the last couple of weeks. Like, people like, is this a good trade? And then there's been so many people going, no, no, you're paying peak for David Fafita. Like, any trade was good if you're getting David Fafita because he's been the best on park most of the time when he stepped on. Um, Titans, really disappointing. But if Titans can, I don't know, play some better footy, then, well, David Feeder's not going to get rested. They need him. He's their best player. By far. By far. 114 for him. Could have been anything. He scored a try in the first, what was it, like three minutes or something. So you can tell. And and Kieran Foran is so good for him on that left edge. And obviously for Lefiana Camperera owners, you'd be a little bit upset because – he could have benefited from that left edge. Um, but, you know, Jojo Fafita is now the guy. So that'll be uh, that'll be very interesting. Sorry, Philip Sammy is the guy on the left wing. Jojo yep. Fafita shifted. So it'll be very interesting to watch Philip Sammy over the next few weeks and see what he, he kind of gets uh, opportunity-wise over there. So 
Um, Heat Waves asking us what we scored pre updates. 1264 for me, 1240. 1240. For you. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And also, did you see this? as Good is mentioning Fafida was actually being hooked right at the end with about two minutes to go. Yeah. Did you watch this at the end of the game? No, I was no. watching this. I was watching it right at the end, man. And I'm sitting there. I'm going, hang on a second. Like Aaron Clark was on the interchange. He was sitting there on the sideline, basically with the, the interchange thing in his hand going, oh, hey, get the fuck off the field. And Fafita's like, no, fuck off. I'm staying on. There's two yeah. minutes left in the game with the game on the line. Why are you pulling Dave Fafita off? Yeah. Like Justin Holbrook has to be a complete fucking moron. If he's taking David Fafita off with two minutes to go when the game's on the line. This I, I mean, I mean, if you're seeing that and your management, you know, you can, you know, go hang out with Anthony Griffin and Monty Williams and, yeah, your Matt's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doc Monty, Rivers. Monty, Monty Williams taking a trip to Australia to spend a bit of time at bloody Illawarra RSL. Hamil- Hamil- with Hamilton Island. Yeah, yeah, it could be Hamilton Island for a little bit of a holiday. Jesus. Uh, Cody Walker won 10. I, we were saying this before we hopped on. I was like, hang on, Cody Walker was on like freaking 85, 90. And then I looked at it and I'm like, hang on a sec. How did he get to 110? I was actually spewing with the 85, 90. So I'm actually furious with this because, yeah, we'll have a chat about our trade talks. And, yeah, you've talked me into something there. Yeah. I love it when I talk you into a trade, especially when I talk you into a trade and then I bail on it. Like Tyrone's, Tyrell Sloan. That was one of my favorites, I reckon. I've just sabotaged the shit out of your team there. I wish I screened your messages about uh, RFM this week. Um, spoiler alert for what yeah, happened this week. When you messaged yep. me about RFM, I've went and swerved. And, uh, yeah, I can punch you in your little fucking Tigers jersey, I'll tell you. <laughs> Wait, no, I did the same move, though. I didn't bail on it. I did exactly the same move as you did. So, I mean, a little bit upset about it. We'll talk about it soon. We'll talk about it yeah. soon. Uh, what else we got? Patty Carrigan, 102. Did you, how about 69, 69 tackles? That is nuts. Did you know, okay, do you know the record for the most tackles in a game? No, tell me. Jazz Tavanga made 94 (laughs) tackles in a game. Would not have, you would have have given me, you could have given me 94 guesses at that and I wouldn't have got it right. Yep. Yep, 94 tackles in a game is nuts, man. Nuts. So anyway, that is no not even close to that. But he got, I think, 82 in base or 81 in base. Uh, I think the only base stat to beat that this year is uh, Jermaine Hopgood in round one got 83 in base. So very, very solid from Carrigan. I opened NRL Fantasy on like Friday morning and I'm like, hey, hang on a sec. Like, sure. Surely this is a glitch. It had Paddy Carrigan on 101 in NRL fantasy. For anybody who plays fantasy, we know that those scores don't come about very often. Um, crazy. Crazy. And he got downgraded to like 98 or something, but I knew that the base was there if it was NRL fantasy relevant. So, yeah. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Melissa, I'm not quite sure. I saw it on Twitter. I'm going to chase it up. I'll try and find out exactly where he did that. Um, but it was Anton Poser. I think the top yep. that said the record and the guys all over anything warriors. So we'll, I'll chase him up. I'll try and find out where um, that's the 1600s, mate. Let's rip into the first game. Uh, I think we've covered all the kind of questions or anything, but guys, if you do have any questions, um, please make sure you, you drop them below. We'll answer them as we go. Or if you just want to talk NRL super coach for round 12, we'll, we'll rip into that too. Broncos four, Panthers 15, not exactly the greatest showing for your Broncos, mate. Um, super coach wise. What'd you take from it? Um, look, I wasn't too disappointing. 
disappointed as a fan, to be honest. I thought we put up a little bit of a fight. Um, I thought Reese Walsh still looked good. I thought Jock Madden was a serviceable backup halfback, but it just really shows how important um, A.R.A. is to us. Um, he is our organiser. Um, yeah, I think we had a dig against, you know, Panthers have sort of looked like they've come into a bit of form. Um we defended really well. We just kept defending. There was about six or seven disallowed tries, which is outside of my pay grade to talk about. But as a Reese Walsh owner, I was really disappointed because I think about three of his were disallowed. Man, he, he got 42. He had could have had 420. Like oh. it, It's just one of, those ga- one of those guys where he's just in everything. Uh, little chip and chase where he gather the... Um, get, I just feel like... Was he? Was it two or three that he was disallowed? Because I swear, might have been two, and then one might have been disallowed, which was a try assist. Because I'm always thinking about super coach. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it was two disallowed tries. Like they both could have easily been tries as well. So pretty, pretty yeah. stiff. Uh, the and oh, everybody's talking about the NRL wanted the Panthers to win that one, but uh, we won't. We won't buy into that kind of shit. But no, um, I don't it. think so. I think. I think the refs don't really know what they're what they're calling about. The one where the bunker made the call that it was a try, and then old mate said, "Yeah, not a chance." Down. I was like, "Well, why do you even have the bunker? Like, you've got to. There's got to be some consistency." There. I had um, I had a. I wouldn't say. Oh, maybe I'll say a disagreement with my father-in-law about this one. And he's not a he's not a Broncos supporter. He's a Bulldog supporter. And he's um, he's like, oh, I thought the the Reese Walsh obstruction kind of jumping into Tyrone Peachy thing was a try. He's like, oh, I didn't even hit him or he didn't obstruct him or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, completely disagree on that one. Like, Reese Walsh has gone running towards Peachy, and he's literally jumped forwards into Peachy, and then as soon as he hit contact, spun his body to try and catch yeah. the ball. It's like, you can't do that. You weren't looking at the ball, mate. Like, that one I completely disagree with. I, I think that was – oh, I agree with the referee. But yep. also, like, Adam G, take a bow, mate, because <laughs> no other referee in the comp is doing that. No one's on the field, your on-field referee, and you call the bunker out from the middle of the field when you're watching the bloody big screen and go, hang on a sec, no, I don't agree with that. It's yep. bizarre how a guy on the field 100 metres away from a screen can get it right and the bunker gets it wrong. Do you think if Reese Walsh catches that and scores himself, that gets given? I would, yeah. I actually think it. I I probably yeah, think it does. That's and that's where I was sitting with it, and I was trying not to be one-eyed. But that's sort of if Reese Walsh turns around, catches it himself, and scores, they give it to him. It's just that he didn't. I think so. I think so. And who was it that came down with it in the end? It was Katoni Staggs, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like Katoni Staggs probably didn't help the situation at all by coming across and kind of like bumping into Walsh and he bumped into Peachy a little bit. Like it was a little bit of a shit show. So anyway, we're not here to discuss refereeing decisions, but I think, you know, that that could have been a turning point for the Broncos. I reckon that could have been. And probably one of the reasons on a really long way around why I'm mentioning this is I don't think Reese Walsh is going to get picked for origin. If you have him, you don't see two forties in a row and then trade him. Um, he's playing really good footy. He's trying everything out. Um, a Ray sort of comes back who definitely won't be playing origin either. And he's going to score a lot of points. Yep. I honestly would even be tempted 
Oh, I mean, I'm not tempted now because Buller killed it this weekend. But like, you know what? If Bill, if Buller got sixty or fifty or something like that, I would have, I would have been very close to going. You know what? I'll just go Buller back up to Walsh, even though yeah. I sold Walsh to Buller two weeks ago. Like, I, I, he, he's one of those guys we said last week where he's just so bloody scary to not own. Like, yeah, he could do some bad things to you if you don't own him. Yeah. Um, speaking of people I don't own that did bad things to me, Taruba seventy eight sold this week, and it was almost a guarantee that he was going to do this to me. Because yeah. every single time I sell a player, they just rip me apart. And uh, AKP did it a few weeks ago when I got Ruben Garrick, and I'm not upset about that trade by all means. But uh, AKP still come good. Got 530k. I sold him at 400. Uh, Taruva now will have a negative break even next week off a of 78. Uh, who else did I sell? I'm sure there'll be more coming up that I sold in the last month that have just taken off. Uh, 78 for him. Owners would be stoked. Hosking is a guy I held for 53. Uh, Peachy got 53 as well. I didn't buy him a few weeks ago when he was ready to be bought. But what are your thoughts on these two guys? Taruva, Hosking, they don't play next round. Are you, If you were an owner, would you move any of them? Or would you just move them off? Of- I'm an owner of Hosking, and I think I'm going to move him. I sort of didn't move him right at the end. I was sort of tempted to go Harrison Edwards. Kind of didn't. Tempted to go Cam Murray. Kind of didn't. Um, you know what? I was happy with the 53 with a 74 break even for somebody that saved a trade this week. Um, but, yeah, look, in reality, I think his time's up. He got yanked after 40, 50 minutes when he was an 80-minute guy scoring 80s to 110s every week. It's worth it. In this stage of the season, I don't want 40 to 55 every week. No, not at all. Me neither. Um, he's had more sub-60 games than he has had plus-60 games, I think, since I bought him. We got the cash from him, even though it's only about 80K, but I'm going to take it and run. Yeah, doesn't play it's next week. I don't, 50K. Yeah. I don't need him to play next week. I've got enough numbers. My my trades are kind of where I want them to be. So um, I should have 14 based on trades next week, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Um. But let's let's quickly answer Raymond's question here. Uh, if I have between 15 or 16 for round 13, should I consider moving a possible low score on for an extra number for a later buy round? What are your thoughts? I think because of it being round 13, you don't actually know what a low score is. They're just going to take your best 13. So just play your 15, 16 and make the trade another week. Because even if you're playing somebody that you think could be a low score, there could be a ricochet off the boot and they score a meat pie and you've just bumped up your whole score by 40 by them having a good game. Um, I think with the way that the format is this year, you go put your reserves and everybody on your 15 slash 16, roll through it and then move on. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think you've got to also look at what round 14, 16, 17, 19 and 20 look like. And if you are a little bit short, those weeks and you look like you're going to be struggling potentially middle round 16 or, or maybe even round 14, you've got Eels, Manly, Knights players through your squad and you need to kind of play a little bit of catch up there. I don't mind the move. I don't think you need 16 for round 13 at all. I think you could get away with having 14 for round 13. So it just yep. depends who we're talking about here. I mean, Matty Dory looks like he's revived and come back from the dead. He might even start with the Andrew Davies HIA. He's going to miss a week. Ryan Madison's now out. Um, that could play into our favor if you have Matty Dory, but I mean, 
You know what? You might get 40 from Matty Dory and say Schuster might score eight with Turbo away at Origin and Garrick at fullback or something like that. And you've just dodged a bullet because you didn't move on from him this year, this week. That's true. That's true. Uh, I think that the number that you need through round 13, 16, 19 could be about 13 to 14 players. I think Agreed. any more or any less, you're probably in a in a bad spot. But anyway, let's move on to the second game of the weekend. Dragons 24 beat the Roosters 22. No one ever would have picked this one. Uh, also, I, I know, Matty, you're getting a beer right now, but how many did you get? How, how many did you pick this week in tipping? I feel like I got like one out of eight. It was just the most bizarre round of tipping I've ever had. I think maybe four. I'm going to try and look. I'm going to open the app. I right picked, I, I picked I the four. Panthers for starters. I um I missed the first round of tipping this week, <laughs> and they gave me the away team, which was the Panthers. So that was that was awesome. I took the Sharks. I took the West Tigers. I tipped the Tigers, mind you, and I tipped the Storm. And those are the only four that I got. So four out of eight. I, is a bizarre I actually week. only got three. <laughs> so I'll beat you. Suck it. <laughs> and and Damo's in the chat throwing dragons emojis at us. No shock. Uh, yeah, like, you know what? We put put that out to hook. You know what? Lomax wasn't – Lomax still does dumb shit, um, but Lomax wasn't that bad. He's a lot more talented and there's a lot more upside. And they just played like they wanted to be out there. And the Roosters just – Suck. Oh man, so bad. So I, I also Victor Radley, man, that guy will never play another season in the NRL. There's no oh. way you're gonna pay him anything more than fifty grand to go and play half a season for you. Like you know what he gets, will. But he goes he gets suspended every second week. He misses a month. Like and also the referees have cottoned on to his reputation now. So they're just looking Does at him. They're just watching him. Uh yeah. I mean, was he going to get picked anyway? Probably not. I mean, maybe. Maybe he would have got picked. Uh, Brad Fittler loves him. But, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely miss Origin. He's going to miss another three to four weeks. He's going to miss a month yeah. of footy. So I don't see anybody in Australia wanting to pick that bloke. Even the Tigers, who are the worst recruitment bloody managers besides this year, they're the bloody worst recruitment ever. I mean, maybe the Dragons will take him, Damo. Maybe if Damo's watching us, maybe <laughs> the Dragons will take Bradley. And... uh to be fair to the assistant coach, the caretaker coach this year, if made his one from one, can't argue with that. Yeah. So run with that. Hey, Jack DeBellin, 64. He had a good game for anybody who went on him about maybe a month ago, four or five weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Zach Lomax. Hey, is Zach Lomax an option for you? Because he's a guy I'm very closely looking at now. Like, I mean, I know he only got 43 this weekend, but I feel like you've got a goal. Uh, I mean, goal kicking isn't really relevant with the Dragons. We don't know how many points they're going to score, but he's back on his preferred edge. He's back on the right side now. He's back on the right center, which is moronic that Hook had him over the left to start with. But he's got that right-hand flick. We know that that's obviously his preferred side. I I don't know. There's just something drawing me to him. I like it, and it's something that I have been looking at. I sort of said it at the start of the year that when he bottoms out, I'll look to get him. And then the whole fiasco came with him getting dropped. I was like, thank fuck I didn't do that. But if I'm being completely honest, I need to see more. Like I need to see like 43 in a game that everybody was pumped up. He had, I know he wasn't playing too much. Um, Yeah. And he had a mistake and stuff in him, but yeah, honestly, not for me yet. I need to see more. I need to see 
either him be 380K and I take a roughie on him or I need to see a couple of 80s in a row. Yeah, I might go early. I mean, he might be the guy next week and I just go, you know what, I'm just going to ride it. I'm just going to jump. You know, there's, there's some of those picks and there's maybe two or three picks a year where you go, you know what, screw it. I'm not looking at form. I'm just going off feel. I'm going off gut. So maybe that's the one. I don't know. If it creates me enough cash to be able to go Sonny Luke up to JMK, I'd consider it. Because um, yeah. I think my other – I'll talk about my other move a little bit later, but I think that Sonny Luke needs to be upgraded this week. So I'll, I'm going to have a look at that. But Tyrell he Sloan. Gone. Tyrell Sloan sucks. He is not – you know what? I am so mad at myself because I knew this. And you did it anyway. And I didn't after I talked you into it. <laughs> You're a grub. Um, but <laughs> – but anyway, look, I made 30K out of Tyrell Sloan. If you have Tyrell Sloan, oh, I suppose you hold on to him for another week. Yeah, if you have him now, there's no point moving him. Just cop the number. Just He might even drop out of your 13 best anyway. Just, just push on. Just hold him for a week and then he, move him. He might get dropped if this coach is doing the right thing. <laughs> Who plays fullback, though, for the Dragons? <laughs> your boy, Moses and Bai. <laughs> the utility of all utilities Moses M by Jesus Christ that bloke's played nil. he should be flex position in super coach he's played every position known to man I reckon after, put him in props after I changed your name to Ben Murdoch Masilla in a chat to get a rise out of you um, he scored 50 <laughs> he did then you changed my name what was it the, the one after that was you changed my name to Matt Dory mate that was too far that was way too far can't no nah, no good Oh, good. Didn't talk that to was, him for that a was, we, after that. We, we, we have a lot of fun on the Discord. So. <laughs> um, hey, uh, I guess from a serious perspective, we've got a couple of injuries that we need to consider here. Uh, Brandon Smith out for eight weeks, a broken thumb by the looks of things. Yep. So, uh, and Blake Laurie is going to miss a lot of time in front row forward for the Dragons. So I, I guess some I things. Yep. Yeah, so he's going to miss uh, a little bit of time. But I guess two considerations. One, Jack DeBellin looks safe as a house. He, mm-hmm. he seems to be the only middle forward really they can rely on over at the Dragons now. So, I mean, if you went early on him, great. Brandon Smith, does this mean that it's Jake Turpin season? Do you remember what we said about Jake Turpin in the preseason? Yeah. That if he gets into your team, you never trade him in. You never look at him. You never consider him. And he's got a bowl cut. You are very, <laughs> you are very passionate. You are very passionate about his bowl cut. Do you know the name of my NRL fantasy team? Jake Turpin's yeah, haircut. haircut. <laughs> yeah. Look, in all fairness, Drew Hutchinson will probably play there. You reckon? Not straight away, but I mean, Sam Walker's out for three weeks. How long's Manu out for? I mean, he'll be back round fourteen. So yeah, Manu will be back. Drew, they'll just insert Drew Hutchinson. They got Turpin as a bit of insurance there. Um, yeah, look, don't read into Turpin. Will get twenty minutes a night. Yeah, they'll put someone in before they play him. He, yeah. uh, sorry, ex-Broncos captain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That says more about the Broncos than it does about the Drake. Uh, about the yeah. races, and, when you, and, and when you were like, oh, I don't know if the Tigers have won a game and the Broncos have won a game in the last five years, I was like, there's a lot of dog shit Broncos years there. Jack Tappen was the captain. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Hey, he's 240K, man. Like, But the, I think the thing is, like, you've got to watch, man. You can't – I mean, one, the Roosters have a bye. So yep. there's no point this week. It doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. But round 14 onwards, hey, like 
maybe maybe if you want to free up a bit of cash and you've got two primo hookers maybe or you've got Reed Marnie and Reese Robson or Reed Marnie and JMK or someone like that you could I could argue that you could go Reed Marnie down to Jake Turpin if you wanted to free up cash no I still, no, still don't like I would, it. I'd go like, honestly, talking about the same game, and I know he only scored 33, but I would go Jacob Little over that. You're not freeing up as much cash. It's probably going to cost you 100K, but the 100K upgrade is there and the upside's there. Um, and he is playing first grade footy and hopefully getting 60 minutes a night now. Um, I would prefer a Jacob Little. Oh, I would prefer somebody rather than that bottom dollar. Cash. I suppose it depends how you're spending the money. If you don't plan on playing that guy every week, but if you're not spending that money, then you've probably already got Sonny Luke there, and that is as sideways as I've ever seen. Fair call. Um, Salty is good as asking us whether Lachlan Croker is an option. I'm just looking through Lachlan Croker's stats right now. He's 395K. He will be around 395K. He won't lose all game money this week. <sighs> I have I have Lachlan Croker in most of my draft leagues. I I actually um, just faded Hooker all year with any draft that I did this year. So I've got yeah. Sonny Luke in one. I've got bloody uh, Jacob Little in another. Like my my yeah. Hooker is a shambles. Uh, but I'm just looking at Croker's stats. Let's look at the maybe the last five weeks. He's gone 62 in 68 minutes. He's got 37, 32, 17, 63, and then this week he got 40. I don't know whether I like that at 400K, man. Like, I can't spend more than 300K for those scores. I think he's got a 500K upside in him, if it makes you feel any better. But, yeah, like, probably more of a draft player. He's just so mid. Like, why wouldn't you just go, like, spend the extra 100K and get some other really average hooker? Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I don't I don't think Lachlan Croak is a play. Can you bring up Perfect Professor Cactus's question? Yep. Um, I think you can, yeah. by the way. On your end, oh, I think you can click it and know. bring it up. I don't even know how to do it. Um, yeah, I'm not in um, IT here. Um, but the <laughs> Roosters have looked worse and worse since Walker was dropped. And Trent Robinson might not have a job by the end of the year, the way that he's going. Like, honestly, the Roosters are one of those clubs. Um, and the Broncos are kind of like that. If they don't see success just for one year, then he could be gone. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think um, Trent Robinson's job is safe as ours's, to be honest. Uh, I think he, he's he, one. I mean, he have a he's look the at guy. the team that he's got to put on the park, and they're not in the top eight. Oh no, no, I I agree. I don't say that he should keep his job. I think he will. I think, unfortunately, as a as a rugby league fan, I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's been he's hidden behind an incredible roster. As we know that this happens in American sport all the time, you get an incredible roster together, and you, you know, look at, let's look at the Brooklyn Nets and Steve Nash. Let's look at Monty Williams behind the Suns, and and all of these kind of good coaches, I guess, in in a way that it seen as good coaches. I mean, Doc Rivers, God, like when when we look at these kind of guys and they've been hidden behind really good rosters, it's only a matter of time before they be found out. And yep. um, I think Trent Robinson is a bottom eight coach. If you're going to yep. rank the coaches. From one to seventeen, he's a bottom eight coach. Yep, agreed. Um, let's move. Let's move on to Souths versus Eels, thirty six to sixteen. They gave him a bath on Indigenous round of all rounds. I'm actually really shocked about this one. Yeah. Um. Did you know Jermaine Hopgood's the only Indigenous player on the Eels? <laughs> did I say this in a chat? Yeah, I think. I'm so. pretty sure I did. I think that's where I think I did. Hey, I I am actually very. I'm not surprised, but I mean, I did not expect the Souths to not turn up. No, definitely didn't. 
You know what? I don't think they were that bad. The Eels looked clinical. Their halves ran the show. They wanted to be there more. Their forwards went forward. And, um, yeah, they just destroyed them through the middle, really. Um, yeah, they did. Bailey Simonson was good. Like, the Peacock. <laughs> well, Will Penasini. I love when you say Bailey Simonson was good. It's like <laughs> you're confused in your own mind. You're like, am I saying the right thing? I was. I had ordinary to like, all year. Like, some, like he scored and then I was like, I was like moving my head around the TV as if it made a difference. Like for me looking at his jersey number. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, when uh, on Anchorman where he reads the teleprompter and it's got a question mark at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was you then. You? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Barely Simonson. Yeah, I, I agree. No, he's he's ordinary. He's an ordinary player, but he, he played well on the weekend. But I'll tell you yeah. who I'm very happy with, AJ, uh, Alex Johnson, 83, scored a double, uh, could have been a triple, could have been a hat-trick, uh, got disallowed right at the start of the game. But 83, you've got to be happy with that as an owner. I think he's only 10% owned as well. Yeah, and he's somebody much like Reese Walsh. Like, he's been passing the eye test since I got him. I got him against the Broncos. Oh, back four or five rounds ago. And like, even though he's been scoring a couple 29s and 40s, he just looks really good. And he looks like he's got 100 in him. And that's the upside I want in my center wing. Absolutely no base. And I'm really glad I didn't go early on Cameron Murray as somebody that usually has base. Yeah, wow. Cam Murray is a bizarre one, wasn't it? What do you get, 40 odd, 41? Some of that. I actually, you'll know this. 42. We actually, we actually made it. We do TikToks. Actually made a TikTok uh, showing, you know, me talking about the fact that I'd probably sit Cam Murray on my bench for 550k. I might just have to change that to about 480k because that might be what he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the TikTok needed to be recorded, me. didn't it? Re-recorded because, <laughs> like, when you did the video, we're like, "Oh, that's actually a good shout." I don't mind Cam Murray, and then he and he stunk it up on the weekend. We're like, "Oh, well, maybe save that one for a little bit later." I just pressed uh, delete. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, look, you're happy with Cody Walker. You're happy with Mitch Moses. Um, look, there's hey, not I'm, too I'll tell much you what I'm stoked about. Latrell getting 41 as an non-owner is an gr- incredible result. Ken Murray 42. Yeah. I mean, I, I had Gutho 25, bit of a stinker. But I also didn't fall into the Andrew Davey trap. He got four with a HIA. And and Ryan Madison also injured out with the calf injury for probably up to four to six weeks. So my question to you is, do you see Matty Dory now coming back into this squad? Because you've lost an edge forward in, in Davey. Bryce Cartwright seems to be the bloody invincible. The, the the guy just continues to party on. The Cardi party continues into its fifth day. People We're are like three. bleeding from the nose and shit. Like it's, yeah. it's uh, yeah, people have definitely OD'd and stuff at this party. It's, uh, I, I don't know whether you, I mean, you, you just hold, but I'm, there's no way I'm buying Cardi, but I feel like Matty Dory, for those people that held Matty Dory, you could finally get uh, what you've Around been holding. number. You could get what you're, yeah, you could finally get 30 or 40 extra points. You could get an option in round 13 now. Look, if I, I'm not bringing Matt Dory in, by any no, way, no, no, no way, or anything of the imagination. I think they wanted somebody that was safe, safe as houses with the way that their wingers and their fullback and everything and their halfback, they're like sporadic kind of guys. I think they wanted stability, and that's why Matty Dory was there to start off with. But Matty Dory is exactly that. He is a plotter. He is. Uh, 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 0.7 PPM guy that's going to play 40 minutes. I'll take 40 minutes. I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I'll take him. And you know, the only reason I haven't moved him up until now is because he hasn't been playing and hasn't been able to lose me money. If he yep. was named on the bench, he'd be my first call. Don't care. Yep. Get out of my team because he would have got you 15 and he would have just bled cash. His break even is like 52. So he would have been straight out. But the good thing is he hasn't been playing. And now he's going to come back in exactly when I need him in round 13 as an extra number. And hey, if he drags me a try on an edge and plays 60 minutes on an edge because the Parramatta Eels are depleted, I'm not going to complain. Here's a question. Are the Rabbitohs the best super coach team? At the moment, I'd argue they are because I like I see Campbell Graham scoring 70 plus every week, Damien Cook scoring 60, um, Cody Walker scoring 80, um, AJ is scoring tries. Um, you've got even Tane Milne over the other side scoring tries. Um, like even you've got some upside guys who we've been disappointed in, like Cameron Murray. Um, you know, Lockie Elias had two weeks in a row that he scored 90 at some stage throughout the year. I just think that I want a bit more of a piece of this Rabbitohs team. You know what? I'm going to go and look at this because you've you've caught me off guard, but you've got six players above 60 average for the season. And let me tell you who's one of them, Cam Murray. So you've got Latrell Mitchell, 83 average. You've got Campbell Graham, 78.9. Cody Walker, 72.5. Keon Kaloma, Tungy before he got injured, 68.7. Damian Cook, 61. Cam Murray, 60.3. So you've got six guys that are averaging above 60 in this squad. Now, I might go through and I might do a bit of a deep dive over the next few days um, whenever I get a chance and and have a look at, see maybe how many how many teams have six or more uh, average supercoach players above 60. That might be an interesting stat. Because but you I think want people be that are there. averaging over 60 and, um, yeah, how good? I, yeah. like... I'm not a Rabbitohs fan by any stretch of the imagination. I actually kind of hate watching Cody Walker play and some of these guys. But seriously, like, I just want a slice of this pie. Oh, actually, Eels have them. They've got seven. Yeah. And I also was just looking at Salty as Good's comment. He's like, a para the only team to bet Penrith and South this year, para for the premiership. I, I can smell an Eels supporter from about a mile away. So uh, good on you, Salty. Hopefully the the eels can come through for you at the end of the year because I know my tigers won't be there. So yeah. Um, but hey, Hopgood, Gutherson, Madison, Brown, Sevo, Moses, Penasini. 
all above 60 average. So so with Matt O'Hurt, is Hopgood a must for Origin? I don't think – no, no, I don't think so. I think uh, I think Big Red gets it. Sorry, I think Corey a, Hall, must, a must for Oh, through the Origin period. For the Origin period. If he doesn't get picked, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has to be now. I mean, no Madison. Yeah. I mean, Wiramu Greg now maybe comes into – kind of contention a little bit more. Maybe he gets 27 minutes instead of 22 minutes. And I, and I know um, Gustavo's mentioning that in the chat, but it's a no from me. I just watch him play. And yes, he was good on the weekend, but that was the best game I've ever seen him play. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like he's not a bad player at all by any means, but he does his, he does his job, but BA well, isn't going to go and give him 50 minutes a game. If he had 50 no. minutes a game, I'd consider him, uh, but not at 30 minutes a game. It's not going to no. happen. So um, but Hopgood's going to take the bulk of the minutes there through the middle. Uh, Hopgood won't be picked for origin shots. I don't think, I, I think that, um, I think Hopgood, I mean, Corey Horsburgh's ahead of Hopgood and a few other guys. They've got so many middle forwards. I was looking at the amount of forwards that Queensland have to, to pick from. It's insane. Even Felice Kafusi, like not being picked. I don't think that hinders them at all. Man, like this Queensland forward pack. Is you know what? Stacked. We might be better by Felice Kafusi not being available. Yeah. The Finn Diesel. He's going to miss out on Origin 1, unfortunately. And, but uh, And we know what I think about the Dolphins, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We called it very poorly in the preseason. So. Um, but, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I think Hopgood is a must through Origin if he doesn't get picked yep, for Queensland. Me too. Yep. Me too. Uh, That's Shuffs, what I was getting to. Sharks 26, Knight 6 is the next one. Nico Hines was, I think... 70 or 80% captain or whatever it was. He got 71. It was an obvious captain choice this week. You don't go against Nico Hines playing the Knights, do you? No, not a chance. Even with 150 break even, I wasn't scared. I probably should have been. Uh, But, yeah, look, the Knights turn up sometimes. And I was listening to this one on the radio, and the Knights actually sounded really good. I went back and watched the highlights later. Um, Look, they had a dig. Uh, The Sharks were just all class by the sounds of it. Yeah, they were. They were a bit clunky, to be honest. They definitely didn't play their best footy, which is why they only scored 26 and not 50. Um, but the Knights were okay. They were okay. Uh, I think the one concern for me is obviously with Kalen Ponga. Like, he got 50, but I'm not looking at his super coach score right now. I'm looking at his health, and it scares the shit out of me, man. Like, if I'm a Queensland, if I'm a Queenslander, I would be genuinely shitting my pants if, if Kalen Ponga was the fullback for Queensland. Just knowing that you could be down to 16 players in the first 10 minutes of the game. Like yeah. that's, that's his third head knock of the year where it's knocked him and it's actually knocked him. Like, to be fair, he probably shouldn't have come back on the weekend. It wasn't a great hit. It didn't floor him. Like he, he wasn't knocked out cold or anything like that, but knowing his history, there's a big concern there, right? Like he came back on the field, but should he have not quite sure? I don't know. Like it could happen to anyone. I just think that we're going to have a couple fullbacks selected in our centers and they can just drop back and we will be just as good. You're going to have to just have a utility on the bench, exactly like New South Wales is going to have to as well. I mean, Teddy does the same kind of stuff. So that yeah. that's probably going to happen. I mean, look, we've got Nico Hines on the bench. That's just the way that it's going to go. Uh, from what everybody's been saying, he's going to play the 14 jersey. They're going to play one hooker. So Cook's going to play 80 minutes and uh, you're going to have a three forwards on the bench with, yep. with Nico Hines. So that's very I think Nico's going to get selected it. Let's just go there. I think Nico's going to get selected in the four-day jumper. Yeah, well, I mean, the the news, the leaked squad, whatever it is, that they put behind a paywall. Thanks for that code and bloody NRL Supercoach and NRL.com. Uh, they're saying that Nico's in the 14. So I'll take that. 
for now, and we'll just see what comes out tonight, tomorrow. Yep. But, um, yeah, 71 for Nico. Uh, what else have we got here? Royce Hunt, 70. I asked you last week whether Royce Hunt was an option. You you poo-pooed it. Uh, yeah, I still do. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to count what his scores are and what he averages from last week when I asked you, all the way up through to the end of Origin, and we'll see what he averages. I mean, he's a 350K guy that's... Scored 70. Yeah, that scored 70. I suppose, like, what's he average? He gets one PPM, but he usually only gets 30 minutes a night. So average minutes plays this year, 25.8 minutes a night. Not a guy I'm looking at. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, All right. Uh, Ponga, no, we talked about him. Marju, 49 and did nothing. I'm pretty happy with that. Not, not upset about uh, not upset about Marju with forty nine. Did you see the comment I just deleted? Is that what you're laughing at? <laughs> I was, see, see, you and I are two different people. You deleted it. I was going to say, can you just bring that comment up? And just rip it. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, forty nine for Marju. I'm a happy owner. You'd be a happy non-owner. I guess that's the yeah. best way to subs- that, the, the best way to describe it. And he's he's back. All right, all right, Patrick. We'll bring it up. <laughs> We'll bring it up. Well, all right. Look, he wants I'm to earn more money. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can you can earn some more money. Um, I mean, look, if it got offered more money and uh, what I love, I'd be taking it away. Gee, me and my miss. I I don't believe. I can't this take this. No, misses. sorry, I can't. Just do take this, it for no. ten. See ya. Just you thanks. No, we appreciate your time, Patrick, but that's not what we're here for, mate. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Uh, he's been blocked. Good old Patrick. Thanks, pal. Uh, oh, the one thing I actually wouldn't mind talking about is uh, Lockie Miller because I think it's a it's an interesting topic, Lockie Miller. Because like, do you feel like him and Ponga just aren't on the same page? I think they needed Lockie Miller to do a lot of the playmaking when Ponga wasn't there, and now Lockie Miller is just there. Yeah. I, I... I don't feel like they're they're just on the same page at all. They're not on the same wavelength. I feel like all Lockie Miller does is get in Ponga's space, and I feel like all Ponga does is get in Miller's space. You know, I feel like maybe Ponga prefers to go obviously left. Miller prefers to go right. So they're just not really linking up well, um, yep. which is a concern for Newcastle. But, I mean, maybe with Ponga out, if he plays Origin, it could be great for Miller. And I think I saw a comment maybe recently. I can't remember exactly where it was, but they were talking. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, so Flash has asked, is Lockie Miller a hold? He might get more ball with no ponga. And I actually think he is a hold. One, because yeah. he plays round 13. You have to keep him for next week. He'll goal kick next week as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, so without ponga, I feel like he's in his element. I feel like Ponga's actually hindering his super coach performance at the moment. So I was looking at him this week. I was going to have a look at how this week looked to see if I moved Val to Miller because for most of the year, uh, Miller was one of those regrets, just one of those guys that I wanted. I liked watching him play. I liked watching him play in those couple games he played for the Sharks too. And I just wanted him and I don't now. I just don't think it's the right call. But I think if you have him, you have to hold, especially with Ponga out. Yeah, sorry. I was just reading the comments here from these guys. They're like, I didn't realize it was a fucking novel. <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professor Cactus has only got three quarters away through in it, so he's going to have to watch the replay afterwards. So, sorry, sorry, guys. 
Um, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Maybe we should hit up Patrick and get him to feature on the podcast and talk to us yeah, about how we can make more money. It. Yeah, I'd love to hear. I need um, to do that. Absolutely. Hey, the only reason I'm here tonight is because the Tigers and the Cowboys game. So strap in. Let's talk about it. Tigers, <laughs> go get a beer, mate. You, you look uh, you look like you need to settle in. 66. Tiger 66. That is insane. That is the only reason I'm wearing my jersey tonight. I'm actually a very proud Tiger supporter for one week. Uh, Tiger 66, Cowboys 18. The notes I have here are, what a team, 600s. Where can I get grand final tickets? And is it time to sell Val? And I think realistically, yes, it is. It's time to sell Val and it is time to get grand final tickets. Now, on a serious note, if you watched our buy planner episode, you would have gone back and you would have had a look at what we've talked about. And I guess the the players that we're looking at selling are Valentine Holmes, Nico Hines. I think the two origin guys that we're looking to sell in terms of when we're looking at the structure of, of their buy period, we're looking at their schedule. Val Holmes is a hundred percent a sell. He plays one game in the next four. He'll miss round 13. Uh, he'll, he'll play round 14. He'll miss round 15 and he'll miss round 16. So obviously you're getting one game of output for four games that you could potentially have a replacement there playing at that kind of price tag at 650k. It's a no brainer to get rid of him. So if you are holding Val Holmes at the moment, you need to move him on. Matty, where the fuck did you go, man? He's just disappeared on me. He just left me to talk about this Tigers game. Anyway, uh, yeah, sell, sell Val Holmes. Sell Val Holmes. Uh, the, I guess the only other talking point when we're talking about the Tigers, I can hear him walking back. It's all right. Uh, the only other talking point, I guess we talked about the hundreds already. Hey, hey it's Brandon Wakeham. <laughs> Oi, no, not even Brandon Wakeham. I'm not, I don't want to talk about Brandon Wakeham. He got a hundred. That's great. I'm not considering him, but the two people I'm considering, and I know you are too, Johnny Bateman, John Air, yep. John Air Bateman, and uh, Isaiah Papali. Yep. These two guys, man, like they, they are genuine super coach options. John Bateman, 88 on the weekend. Guy just runs sideways and gets about 30 fans a game which is just easy tackle break points. I think the thing about both these two guys, uh, and I was listening uh, while I was gone, I think the thing about both these two guys is they're already proven super coach guns. So if the Tigers are doing well, we should get them at a discount. Like the Tigers have just proven that they can be a team that we can, like St. George and your Zach Lomax take. St. George haven't proven to be worth our attention in super coach yet. Um, but do you see this last comment? <laughs> How good is this? If you played all 17 Tigers players and Captain Stafford Toa, you would have scored 1400 <laughs> this weekend. That is insanity. How good yeah. is that? That's awesome. Yeah. That awesome. But yeah, Next so time. I want IPAP. I want, I was looking at Clemmer, but yeah, probably Johnny Bateman now. I don't know. Like they're not going to score 60 every week and they're not going to score 80s. But they're guys, they're fallen guns um, that you could you could ride. I feel like I feel like IPAP is probably still the guy over Johnny Bateman. I feel like if you had to pick two, you look at the pedigree. I mean, look, they've both got good pedigree, but you look at what IPAP did last year for the Eels. It's only a matter of time before he starts getting some attacking stats. I feel like all of his stats so far have been base. And when you look at last week, I think somebody hop, hopped on my Twitter and said, oh, IPAP is shit. He got 39 this weekend win a team that scored 66 points. Like, yeah, he's a second rower, mate. He's a second rower in a game where there was bloody 84 points scored. 
Sorry, but yeah. like there's 84 points. How many tries is that? Like yeah, 15 tries scored in this game. How many stoppages? There's probably 40 minutes of stoppages in this game. Like what do you expect was, a second rower was, with base to do? There wasn't a lot of tackles. There wasn't anything. I mean, the only way he would have scored points if he scored, he got attacking stats. Simple as that. So yeah. there wasn't the base in it. There wasn't the grind in it. And we know that the Tigers aren't going to win game 66 to 18 every single weekend. So actually, I can probably guarantee that we won't win a game 66 to 18 for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, like, can I tell you that Brendan Wakeham's sort of one of those regrets? I've just had a look at him and, like, I've watched him play. And I added Isaiah Katoa because it was the right time in the year to do it. But if you're sitting there with Brendan Wakeham and you bought him at 200K, I tell you what, you are laughing. Yep. Absolutely. What's he now? Brandon Wakeham. He scored 119 this weekend, 378 with a 26 break even after scoring 118. He's going to go up another 90K. So he is going to be close to 500K. He's going to be 470 yep. next week. That is nuts, man. Like, that is a really good move if you took that punt. Yep. Oh, yeah, Gustavo. Come on, man. Oi, Gustavo is <laughs> calling me out in the chat saying that we're going to score zero next round. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I know we've got the buy, but go easy on me. I mean, we're talking about Tigers players as around 14 buyer, by the way, just so anybody's catching on. We're definitely yeah. not buying them this week. This no, week definitely coming. not. But, uh, yeah, definitely around 14. Pretty um, disappointing, uh, Reese Robson, this week uh, with 43. I know he's on a lot of people's radars. Yeah. Look, and I wasn't super impressed with uh, Jerry Marshall King, probably the other option for the buy period. But definitely, if you have him, you hold. But you're probably reconsidering it if you don't have him. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm tossing up between JMK and Robson. My two... Uh, I'm actually not sure. I'm actually not sure what I'm going to do yet. I mean, with JMK, it costs an extra 100 k So I can do a lot of things with $100,000 in real life and in Supercoach. <laughs> so uh, I feel like maybe Robson's the option. I feel like you just take the 100K discount. It kind of makes sense. So I'll, I'll probably go in that direction this week. Uh, I'll go Luke up to Robson. Yep. And then I'll, I'll play around with some other options because I'm going to need to yep. free up cash somewhere. And that'll probably be Val down to insert discount player. Yep. Which will probably be maybe maybe Lomax. I don't know. Yep. I'm not quite sure. I'm definitely making three trades this week though. I've got 11 at this point in time for around 13. So I could get to 14, which I would ideally like to get to. How about yep. you? How many have you got for 13? I have 11 currently as we speak, and I'm shitting myself about Hudson Young getting selected. Yeah, I'd be nervous too. So, so yeah, I'm either going to have 13 or 14 because I'm making three trades this week. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, Dolphin Storm. 24-16, Storm win this one. Uh, Elias Katoa, 90. Cody Nicarima and uh, Asako just keep scoring points, man, like 97 each. Uh, yep. Nick Meany, 76. JMK, 53. Not really much to talk about with these big scorers, but I I, I mean, I'm looking at Isaiah Katoa. He got hooked and he scored seven. And he got brought on at about the 50-minute mark, I think it was, from uh, for, for Milford. What are your thoughts on Katoa? Because, I mean, he there's a guarantee now he starts to bleed cash. I have hated owning Katoa. That's why I'm so filthy myself on Wakeham because I didn't have a good feeling about Katoa. And Wakeham sort of come in and I was like, this is going to be fantastic. But 
if you own him, you hold him for round 13 and then you plan to move him on. I think so. Use the number. I mean, at the end of the day, it could be worse. It may, maybe, maybe he pulls out a 50 or a 60. And maybe you have, like, he scored 58 two weeks ago. Like, it's not the, the end of the world. Um, but maybe you make sure that you have 14 if you've got someone like Katoa and Schuster there. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you what I'm stoked about. Harry Grant, Cam Munster getting 35 and 34. I'm very happy. We, I mean, I don't know about – you never owned Harry Grant. I bought Harry Grant maybe around four or five, and um, I sold him I think around not, round nine. And um, yep. probably the best move I've ever made. I was very, very close to selling Reed Marnie, and I know he's been shit house, but also Harry Grant's got a 33 and a 34 in those two, two out of the four weeks that I've sold him. So I'm very, very happy with that move. Um, Sonny Luke, not so, not so much, but um, yeah, they're going to start to bleed some cash too. And I think maybe even, I mean, look, the Storm aren't where they want to be this year, so there's a good chance now they're going to play. They're going to definitely back up. There's no way that Bellyache's going to take anything but perf- perfection through the origin period, so they'll play some footy. But um, pretty happy not to own them right now. I wish I could have Jerome Hughes in my team. Um, when you have a look at the buy planner, he's not a massive play over that period. But I kind of wish I could. Um, I think that he's the halfback that I want through this period. He just doesn't really. They don't really play enough games. Yeah, it's kind of tough when they miss 13, isn't it? Like everyone's looking at round 13 at the moment and with their trades, there's no point unless you're stacked for round 13 and 19. And you can look at this through the app for anybody who's new to Supercoach. You can you can go into the app, you click show buys and you click round 13 or you click round 19. It'll show you exactly how many players you've got active. And if you've got 15, 14, 15, 16 players active in those rounds, you can afford to actually bring some people in maybe that don't play 13. I mean, a lot of people are looking at Jacob Carraz right this week. They, they were tempted to bring in Carraz for the Gold Coast Titans matchup, which I still think was a good matchup. Obviously, didn't play out that way. He scored a try, I think, from memory. But um, what did he get? Where the next game? Uh, Carraz forty. He got forty-four. I think he just tried disallowed. But regardless, you'd be okay with that. Um, yeah depending on your matchups and stuff. So anyway, uh, also, I guess the last point here from a Dolphins perspective is Felice Cafusi is going to miss origin. He's going to miss three to four weeks for that high tackle. That's um, pretty bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. But anyway, not super coach relevant. So let's move on to the Bulldogs-Titans, the second last game of the round. Bulldogs tell beat the Titans 20-18. Tell me about uh, Harrison Edwards. Hey, how about you tell me? Because you seem a little so, bit more upset about it than me. So for... The whole of last week, I said, I'm fading Harrison Edwards. I'm fading Harrison Edwards. Then I get a little text that says, RFM's out. And I just think, like, the whole concern with Harrison Edwards for me was I thought that they would prefer, sorry, I thought that I would prefer RFM if I was a coach to be the number 13. I'm not going there. You know what? Just reeks of trap. Here, RFM's out. Bring Harry Edwards in for Stefano because Moali had already played and Stefano goes and drops an 80 on us and um, Harrison Edwards comes off the bench. All right. Let me let me play devil's advocate on this one. He played the most minutes he has played this season this weekend. 
And he played sixty-three. He played points. sixty-three minutes. What do you want from him, mate? He's fucking two hundred and ninety k. What do you want? What are you asking for? <laughs> to be him, him to be better than Stefano. <laughs> Jesus, mate. Stefano, Stefano. He plays for the Tigers, mate. Stefano's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tra- I traded him about three weeks ago. But anyway, no, no. Like On a serious note, Harry Edwards, no, yeah. right? He got 63 minutes. He took 12 runs, which is probably a little bit down on what you'd expect from a guy at lock, right? Like he played – he was a fair bit of ball playing. He played a lot of link, man. Uh, he played 12 – he took 12 runs for 97 metres. He missed two tackles. Sorry, no, he missed five tackles, actually, which is where maybe the negative comes in. But he made 34. Yep. There's no errors. No, no other issues, I guess, in, in terms of what you would expect from a lock. Now, Can I tell you, I was, I was way dirtier before the game than I am now. Like, pretty happy with 40 with a guy that had a minus 60 break even or a minus 40 break even or whatever he had. He's 297K, right? So he's about $100,000 less than Stefano or less than these guys that are considered great options at front row forward, right? Like, oh, everybody's holding Stefano for this reason, right? Like They're like, oh, you can't do really much worse than 370K. But 297, he gets 40. He got 40 in base. No attacking stats. Played 63 minutes at lock. Yes, he played off the bench, but who gives a shit? Doesn't matter if he starts or if he plays off the bench, right? So I feel like minus 46 break even. He got 40-odd, 40, maybe he'll upgrade. He's going to make 80K for owners. He's going to be 380K, 375K next week with yeah. probably a close to negative break even again. Yeah, that'll be all right. No upset. No, I'm not upset at all about this. I, you I know mean, what? I, I reckon he won't even change in price next week. Can I clip this? I'm going to clip this right now. <laughs> Give me a second. Um, I just need to make, work it's out exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's about at 50 minutes. <laughs> so 40 minutes. Uh, no, it's an hour 10. Fuck, we've been flying. Um, all right, I'm going to remember that. An hour ten. Uh, <laughs> anything else from this game, mate? Look, I think Fafita is the guy that everybody's looking at. I think Tino isn't that well owned, um, but Tafita, uh, Tino might end up missing Origin one. Maddie Burton has been pretty good while the doggies have been good, and um, TPJ. As soon as I look away, he's scoring sixty fives. Can you can you really back TPJ? Come on, man! You can't take TPJ. He's like four hundred k. Yeah, but I mean, he's going to get suspended next week. I don't he's know whether there's ever a chance. That I don't know whether there's a chance that T- TPJ has played a stint of five games plus in the NRL before being suspended <laughs> or injured. So uh, I don't trust. I don't trust the bike as far as I can throw him. But. I suppose Supercoach relevant people, um, Jacob Preston, 60. Uh, we've already talked about Harry Edwards at 40. Uh, Oluwapu got 32 in his first start. And I think it needs to be noted the fact that they ran a like a winger fullback off the bench, um, probably due to the fact that it was Fox's first game back and they didn't run Reynolds off. So, yeah, so he played all the minutes and, um, yeah, didn't really score that well. I need to see more than that even for a guy that's like 240K or whatever he is. Uh, Reid Marnie got 19, which is very, very disappointing. That's below mid. And, yeah. Reid Marnie hurts my soul. 
Yeah. I, I think I put in about five chats over the last week. I'm like, fuck Reed Marnie's shit. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're a hooker. What are you doing? Like, I don't understand how the, a hooker cannot make tackles. I'm just disappointing with those attacking stats that he had at the start of the year uh, when we sort of jumped on. And they just seem to have dried up. It's our own And fault. the Bulldogs were good this game. <coughs> It's our own fault, I think, because we chased the upside, the attacking upside. Marnie was very, very involved early on in the season, the first two, three games, and had a lot of attacking stats, had some favorable matchups, and, and we just we chased it. And, and to be honest, that's probably one of my wor- my worst trades of the year. Actually, no, that's a lie. Sonny Luke is, but Sonny like, Luke. <laughs> that's actually one of my second worst trades of the year. Um, so anyway, I'll learn from that. That's okay. We make a few stinkers every year, so we'll, we'll t- cop that on the chin. Uh, Jackson Tarpany, shout out to Drinky, 95 in a team that got pumped. Yeah, fair shout out to Drinky. Usually in a game like this, he would score 12 or 14 yep. or 15 max. Good on him. Fair call. Uh, i got to oh, feel for Professor Cactus, man. I traded Lane for IPAP this week. IPAP got a 38. That sucks. You know what? In the long run, you're going to be great. Tom had 11 for round 13, and then Madison and Burbo also got injured. I'm assuming you went Burbo this week. So that, that sucks even yeah. more. That's, that's yeah, I, you know what? You just take it, you boost, and you get yourself out of this hole. Yeah, and that's the beauty of boost. You get four trades this week. If you're smart enough to have a boost in the pack, use it. If this is the week, Tom. This is the week. Don't go rolling out with 11 or 12. Uh, get rid of those guys, fix your mistakes, get 13 on the park and keep moving forward with all of us. Yep. Uh, Salty thinks Frizzell gets in, uh, gets selected over Hudson Young, and I, I have seen rumours around that. Uh, I still think that if Frizzell ends up starting on an edge, I think Hudson plays off the bench. As, as, yeah. as tough as that is to accept, I think that happens. Uh, Taruva, Taruva he, he also went Taruva to Billy Smith, poor guy. That, that's that's tough. Uh, but do you know the beauty of it? Is that Billy Smith, everyone that bought him played him. You're yep. not picking Billy Smith to not play him. So at the yep. end of the day, everybody that bought him is copping the 28 or whatever he got. So who cares? doesn't matter. You know There's what? No everybody that bought him is getting that awesome cash generation at the moment too. And Billy Smith has looked fantastic. I'm still just – and it's been in base. I'm not that disappointed. The Roosters were just awful against the Dragons this week. Uh, hopefully they can put it together, maybe with a proper hooker. Who knows? Yep. Uh, Jamie got – he went Dory to Burbo. Oh, brutal. That I mean, it could, be, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be much better, though. That kind of sucks considering when you look at the situation, you go, yeah, well, Dory's probably going to start this week. Yeah. And Burbo's out for round 13, which is where people bought him. People bought Burbo for round 13. So that sucks. Uh, Marnie, too busy celebrating other people's tries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, does any, oh, oh wait, the question is, does anybody have boost left? I've got one. How many do you yeah, have? I've got one. Yeah. I've got uh, one. I've know. saved it. I just need it like over this buy period. If there's just one situation like what Tommy J had before, um, yeah, you get two injuries. It just bails you out and you can keep rolling. 
Yeah, I agree. I think I wanted to hold one, but I actually wanted to hold two, but I just used one, <laughs> I think, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but no, one's fine. And I might even use it around 14. I'm not, I'm not yep. super upset, but we'll see what happens. Let's talk last game very quickly before we wrap up. Manly 42, Raiders 14. Turbo 140-odd. We mentioned at the start. What are your thoughts, Turbo-wise? I mean, we spoke a little bit about Turbo at the start, about he's, whether we get him now, but... He's going he's gonna to play Origin now. And this is sort of what I expected from him at the start of the year. I'm sad that I don't own him because he is somebody that I wanted to hold. But can I be that disappointed? I went him to Jareem Buller, and he went and got me 125 this week, and he cost me 200 k So, Fish out. Good call. Good call. Um Hudson Young, Sinbind, questionable Sinbind, by the way. Um, yep. Ola Kawatu, also very lucky not to be in the bin. Yep. As a New South Wales supporter, I'm I'm very concerned. What are your thoughts there? I know you're a Hudson Young owner. And and Ola Kawatu, mind you, hey, if he wasn't in the conversation for playing for New South Wales, I'd be all over him like white on rice, as you would say. So yep. uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on these guys? I think... If Volokowatu misses origin due to suspension, then Hudson Young's a lock. I'm still praying and hoping that Hudson Young doesn't get picked. That little, like he did walk across and push Schuster. Um, look, maybe that doesn't look great. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the team's already selected by this this week and Hudson Young's looked great the last couple of weeks. Look, if he gets selected, he gets selected. If he doesn't, I will pivot. Um my plan was always if Hudson Young gets selected and Olakawatu doesn't, and it's funny that they're in the same game so that I can have this chat right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to move to Olakawatu. Um, I sort of was at that point of the year, but I did say that I'd get Huddy Young when his break even was 50, so I just did it. But really, if if he's suspended, I don't know what I'm going to do in the second row. I might have to move Dave Fafita and plan to get him back. I don't even know. Yeah, interesting chat Tuesday when we go live to talk uh, Tin List Tuesday. So that'll be there'll be plenty going on there. It's hard to talk about your trades right now when I'm ultimately just going to be waiting for my origin te- for these origin teams to be named. Like honestly, there could be a Smokey and Reese Walsh just gets selected. He's looked great. Fair call. I agree. I, I sold Reese Walsh thinking he was a chance to play or actually think confident he was going to play origin. So it'll be very interesting to see what Billy Slater does. Yeah. But um, uh, you, I mean, this left edge of Manly Schuster, Garrick turbo look incredible. They look unbeatable. Yeah. I, I would be more than happy to have all three, to be honest. I mean, look, we've, ba- we've kind of bashed turbo a little bit in the last few weeks. We've talked about the fact that he hasn't looked himself and he, and he hasn't. Um, but today there was turbo of old. He looked good. He looked fit. He looked like he was moving freely. Plenty of positive signs for turbo owners. If you held turbo, you've done an incredible job. I mean, you've copped the shit, but this week you'd definitely be going up the rankings. You'll see plenty of green arrows this week. But the question now becomes, Does he get, if he gets picked for origin, do you hold him? Now, let's say if tomorrow he gets picked, right? If you're a turbo owner, do you hold turbo? Is it is it viable now to hold him? Or do you think he's going to be managed? With the way that he doesn't play 14, with the way that he hasn't looked that good till this week, I still think I'm moving on. Um, but the great news is you're going to get a great price rise out of it now. 
Yeah, you make some cash, you'll start to make some cash back that you've lost. So you're probably worth holding. Professor Cactus, Captain Turbo. Mate, you're very SC relevant this week. Well played. That's a that's a very nice, uh, very nice move. Definitely can you not up, relevant. Can can you bring up Salty's uh last comment? No, the one before that. Uh this one. Yeah. I'm not waiting until round 20. I'm going to make my move over the buy period and then slowly get Payne Haas, Harry Grant. I think I've got Cameron Munster and Luttrell there. Um, I've got four guys that I want that I'll probably get over a span of two or three weeks, um, and that's who I'm going to finish the season with. I don't really need to get them all in one week. I would rather make the move through the buy period and maybe try and select a guy that's going to get 60 or 80 points. And then I move up the rankings because people are playing with less than 13 players or less than 17 players in round, like rounds, like 14, for example. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm a big planner in my head. I've already been thinking about exactly the final team I want to finish with and mm-hmm the way I want my team structured and the way that I want my team to look 13 to 19 and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I think it's definitely worth thinking about now how you want your team to finish. And and obviously Maddie's done that and so have I. Um, and, and I guess for anybody listening to the audio, Maddie might not have mentioned, but uh, the question was, if you have boosts left, surely you wait until 20, round 20 to use it. Um, and I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't think boosts are overly important, to be honest with you. I feel like if you're playing your team out well and you've got, I mean, when you think about round 13 to 20, we've got, uh, what is that, seven weeks of trades and you've got three weeks of those that are going to be three trades. So what's that, 369, 17. You've got 17 yep. trades yep. to make between now and then if you max out your trades without having a boost. So you've got so many moves left that you can make. Um, I don't think you need to panic about boost at all. So, yeah. Well said. Uh, <laughs> really good insight. Thanks, Sol. Thanks. Means good, a lot. good play on words. Love it. Love it. Um, thoughts on trades this week, Matty? What are, What are your thoughts, man? Because it's it's the it's the moving week. People that have planned yep. up until this point, it's time to move. It's time to get some green arrows. It's time to actually make our way up the ranking. So, what are you thinking? So, I've had Tohu for Stefano penciled in for this week, probably for four weeks. Um, I'm just going to go Tohu in for Moali because I made that pivot during the week. Um, I have, I'll let you talk about the Nico trade. Um, I'm either going to get Hopgood in, Hosking out, or Hopgood in, maybe Hudson Young out if he gets selected. Um, and I'm going to get Val in for some Brumby, even when I thought that Val would be a little bit better. Um, the plan was always to get rid of him around 13. And to be fair to Val, he hasn't been what we would want him to be. I actually wish I sold him three weeks ago. Like hindsight-wise, Nico hindsight, you would have moved him two weeks ago. Yeah. So, Nico hindsight's going to take off, can I tell you? It, <laughs> that's going to trend for sure. So, guys, if, if you are talking about anything hindsight-related, it's going to be hashtag Nico hindsight. Uh, yeah. It's going to take give us, off. Give us a tag too. I'd love yeah. to see it. Absolutely. What did Nico get this week? 52. And what did he get the week before? Uh, sorry, not Nico, Val. Um, I'm just trying to lie. Oh, I think here. he still got 70 or something last week. Yeah. So we got 120 over two weeks, not upset. But anyway, 
That's okay. Uh, My thoughts for trades this week, I'm going to make three. Definitely going to make three. We'll just see whether I've got the cash to make three. Otherwise, I might need to make four, but we'll see how we go. Um, I'm thinking Val down to Lomax at this point. And and I mean, look, don't don't hold me to this. Uh, Check my Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at SC underscore brain. I basically talk about all my final trades and and the way that I'm thinking throughout the week anyway, because it probably, to be fair to Matty, he he gets about three hundred thousand inbox messages about what my trades are going to be throughout the week. I get more yeah, that's that. yeah. I've gone conservative there, um, so uh, I'll always put them on Twitter though. So follow me on Twitter. Hit me up there. Ask me any questions you have. Tag me in any questions you have if you want, and I'll cover them there. But um, yeah, Valder Lomax is trade one that should free up a oh, I don't know maybe about a hundred k. Nico Hines to Cody Walker and. Uh, Sony Luke to JMK or maybe even Reese Robson. I'm not quite sure, depending on whether I've got the cash. If I've got the cash, I'll go to JMK. If I don't have the cash, I'll go to Reese Robson. So yep. now the reason I'm going Nico to Cody and you're doing the same thing, right? Nico to Cody Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the reason we're both doing it now, I want to explain and we explained it last week. And if you saw our TikTok, because about 33,000 views, we are Nico's biggest fans. Or like, are we biggest? I reckon Clementine Cassidy could be the biggest Nico fan. Yeah, did you know? Did you know Clem? She, she, yeah, but did you know that she went and bought some fucking hair gel and went to the football the other weekend and gave the hair gel to him and said, can you take a photo with my gel? That's probably <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. So full credit to Clem. Like anybody who watches or listens to SC Playbook quality, the, the guys are awesome there. Um, but yeah, that Clem's taken it to a whole new level there. It's very impressive. Yeah, I'm a big fan, but that would definitely not have been the weirdest thing that happened at Magic Round with someone <laughs> that was there. So That's you, you just got to get there. That's true. That's true. Um, so Nico to Cody, the reason we're doing this now, Nico, he misses third round 13. He misses the next round if he plays Origin. So we're talking about whether he plays Origin or not. If he plays Origin, he misses 13. He plays 14 and 15. Now round 14 and 15, they're against Melbourne and the Broncos. So two very, very tough matchups, questionable matchups. I mean, do we think he's going to play well? Um, There's a good chance he does. There's a good chance he goes out and gets 70, 80, 100, 120. So there's no, that we're not saying that he can't go out and do well. What we are saying is that there is a chance that a guy like Cody Walker could score more points than Nico in four games than Nico plays in two. So round 13, he misses. Round 14 against the Storm, I think it is. Round 15 yep. against the Broncos. Round 16, he misses because he'll be at Origin. Round 17, he'll also miss because the Sharks have a bye. Now, yep. when you look at this period from round 13 to 17, he plays two games out of five. So let's say, for instance, he gets 100 in both of those games. He scores 200 points in five rounds. Now, let's very quickly, I'm going to quickly bring it up. Let's look at, uh, where is Rabbitohs? I'm trying to find the Souths. Um, here they are. So if I find Cody Walker's uh, buy period over these five rounds, he'll play four out of these five rounds. He'll actually play double the amount of games that uh, Nico Hines will play. So he plays Canberra in round 13 in the major buy, which is very important. Canberra leak a lot of points. Uh, he averages about 60 against them. Then he'll play the Gold Coast Titans, who we know love to leak points. And he actually has his highest super coach average against any team against the Gold Coast Titans. He averages 81.8 points in eight games against the Titans. He then plays the St. George Illawarra Dragons, who he averages about 68 against. Highest score of 151. I, uh, and, I can nearly average 68 against the St. George Illawarra Dragons at the moment. Just mate, a heads you can, up. 
Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll send you into the sheds. We'll get you fucking strapped up, ready to go next week, Matty, I reckon. Uh, and then the Cowboys, he plays round 17. So they missed round 16 by. He plays 17 against the Cowboys. So that's a really nice draw for mine. And that's the yeah. thinking behind why we're doing this move. Because I think yeah. realistically, like you're looking at a guy who's going to play two games, right? And that, that could easily be, and he's shown us a couple of weeks ago, he, he could get 40. Today. Well, sorry, we saw it yesterday. He can score 70s. Like, this man is human. Like, yes, he can score two 150s, and you might still be in front with the way that Cody Walker's been playing footy lately. Like, and yes, I understand James Gowing. Let's hope Cody doesn't get an injury. But I tell you what, Nico Hines is more likely to get an injury playing in the toughest matchups. Like, origin is origin. Like, even holding these guys, I'm nervous because we know how rough it is. I was... 20 metres away when Selwyn Cobbo got knocked the F out last last year. And I was like, I thought that he would – I did. I thought he might have been Jarrell Yeoyed, honestly. It was that bad. <laughs> and they go they go so hard at origin that Cody Walker is less likely to get injured than Nico Hines in the next four weeks. Jarrell Yeoyed. <laughs> really? Oh, Come on, man. Uh, you're a Queenslander, though, I was so you there can get that, away with that. I was there that night, too. Oh, that's tough, man. That's tough. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's the logic behind Nico Hines. Hey, take it or leave it. Up to you. Um, and there's logic to hold him. There's logic yeah. to hold. I understand. And also, if you already have Dylan Brown, Cody Walker, and you're 5'8", I'd probably just hold Nico Hines. I don't think there is a halfback downgrade that is worth doing. I don't think SJ is worth downgrading to. I don't think... Uh, Jamal Fogarty is worth downgrading to. Like, you know, these guys in halfback, you know, like Cleary and Hines are the two. That's it. There's what nobody what else. What about Luke Brooks? Hey, I, I, I just didn't put Luke Brooks in because I knew that like it'd be a major pod move and that's exactly what I'm going to do Thursday night and that'll get me up yeah, into cool. like top 100. So cool. um, I'll keep that one to myself. But hey, like don't go Luke Brooks because he's a spud. Um, yep. All right, a couple of questions here before we wrap up. Hutto to... Or, or Gilbert, so Hudson Young or Tommy Gilbert to Torhu, depending on who gets selected, surely they both don't. I mean, look. Well, I'll, I'll do you a bolter bet that they both get selected. <laughs> I'm not taking that bet at all. <laughs> uh, I'll owe you a fucking case after that. I'll owe you enough as it is. Um, I think they both get selected as well. I think you're going to yep. have to probably find someone else to go to. I, I mean, look, pick one. Like, uh, I feel like maybe Gilbert might be the best to hold considering the Dolphins play one extra game than the Raiders will, I think, through origin period. Yeah. Um, just have a look at who plays the more games through that period. Just just pick one and then sell the other. That's probably the best advice I could give you. Um, Mark, hey, guys, love the show. Thanks, mate. Thanks for following us. Thanks for hopping on. 1472 pre-updates. Holy shit. That's massive. 8,000 uh, overall. Hopefully get a few places upwards. No, Nico. He's got so he's okay. So this is interesting. So he's gone fourteen seventy two in his top eight thousand without Nico Hines. But he has captain David Fafida the last four weeks, yeah. and that, this is the difference. And I think this is what we probably can say is that you're looking at these got these teams and you go, you have to captain to Nico. You have to have Nico. You have to have Cleary. You have to have Fafida. You have to have Harry Grant. These kind of guys. No one is a must have. No yeah. one. Not one player. Is a Can must I tell have you in what, Super make, Making a big, I suppose, punt on Fafita the last four weeks is the reason you're there. Um, you know, your pod moves are going to be you making or breaking it, really. 
yeah, you need to get your captaincy right. That's all. Because, I mean, when you think about Fafida, he's going to be playing Origin now. We don't know what he's going to do through this period. And Nico Hines' obvious captaincy option when he is playing. And mind you, I didn't actually mention that we're getting uh, Nico Hines back round 18 for the Dragons. I didn't mention that, but that is a yeah. must-have. If you're going to follow this strategy, you need to trade Nico Hines at round 13. You need to bring him back round 18. It has to happen. You can't avoid bringing him back or, or fading him against the Dragons. Right away. Um, that's it. Uh, that's it. Um, salty, imagine saying, sign my hair, Joe. Yeah, crazy. But Clementine Cassidy, one of the greats, one of the goats of the uh, SC Twitter community. So definitely give her a follow. Um, it's a bit of a sausage fest out here, so yeah, just a tad, just a tad. It's always good Bad to get reps. a fem- a female that knows her super coach. Good on her. Um, yes, see, Salty's on it. SJ Brooke, surely, <laughs> yeah. And this is this is where you'll get your content from. You're still learning from Salty. We'll get him on the show next week, I reckon. Um, <laughs> thoughts on is that Toto without the exclamation mark? Yeah, it must be. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming so. To Azarko, Hines to Walker and don't know last trade. Yeah, I like both of them, to be honest. No, I hate the Azarko trade still. No. I'm holding, Mate, I'm sticking You know we got 100 game. this week? Yeah, I know. You know a Dolphins play seven out of the next nine? I was actually looking at Tessie New this week, to be honest. <laughs> You're a grub. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> He's 25% owned. I haven't checked the top 10% stats. He's averaged 70 in the last five. Uh, let me tell you his scores. He's gone. Okay. So he started the year red hot. He got three hundreds in the first six rounds. That's nuts. And then he got 44, 63, 64, 62. Even when he doesn't score, even when he has a shit score. So he hasn't scored since bloody round six. And he's gone 44, 63, 64, 62. The guy just scores points and he kicks goals. And that's it. And what did he get this weekend? 100. So he's going to make a little bit of cash over the next six weeks. I'd actually go him. I don't mind Asako. I said it in the pregame show and you laughed me out of the room. Pregame? Which one? Pre- the um, Dolphins um, preview to start the season. Oh, the preview to start. Yeah, fuck. Because that was bloody 13 weeks ago, mate. Mate, I'm very wrong. And I'm more than happy to correct myself when I'm wrong. You got 97, sorry. So... Yep. um. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Let's have a look at the dra- uh, the Dolphins uh, draw because I actually haven't looked at it properly, deeply. Uh, let's have a quick look while everybody's on live. Now, uh, oh, all right. So, so Dragons yeah, yeah. round. They've got Dragons next week. Goodness me, that could be anything. They've got the Warriors. The Wars are playing good footy. They've got Manly uh, round 15. I don't know what's going to happen there, but they haven't exactly been amazing. Uh, then they've got the Para Eels, who leak points. Broncos, that'll be a tough matchup. And then round 19 against the Titans. They've got two hard games. You might have convinced me to go to I might have convinced myself to go to Jermaine Asako. <laughs> I'm scared. Tessie New. Okay. What did Tessie New get this weekend? I don't know, like 60. He looked really good. The eye test was good. Okay. Love me a bit, Tessie, Tessie New. Tessie no, you got 16. <laughs> got the best 16 you've ever seen. <laughs> the best 16 you've ever seen in your life. Oh, you know, I've got the permission on here to, to boot you from this chat. And I'm very fucking tempted. 
Holy shit. I can click remove from stream right now. <laughs> you could you could be gone. You could be gone for the rest of the Max season. Gone. That is a stick. That is a stick. <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry guys. We're back. <clears throat> back to normal uh transmission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's probably the worst super coach call I've ever heard. <laughs> nah, he's leaking cash. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, well, no one's going to take us seriously for the rest of the show. So, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, don't go Tessie new. That's that's probably the best advice I could give you. Anyway, um, shots Definitely asking don't maybe Cam Cam Murray out to somebody. I'd probably just say hold Cam Murray now. I still hold so much Cam cash. Murray. Yep. Yep. Don't listen to Maddie though, because he clearly doesn't know Supercoach. So, uh, what else have we got? Uh, yep. Six 2020. It was 2021. Uh, Clem came six, but she's a god. Absolutely. Uh, Azarko's been really consistent. Agreed. Uh, Gustavo. Oh my God. I've had one drink. You've had four. Fuck me. Lucky I'll host this show. Someone's going to yeah. keep it under control. Goodness yeah. me. Um, yeah. Gustavo wanted to know if his beer you're drinking. What are you drinking? What is it? Oh, they're powers. Powers. Okay. Uh, but I've got a little standard squeeze still in too. So. Yeah, that's it. Speaking of standard squeeze, sponsors of the pod, if you want to get a standard squeeze and you want to skull out of the 30 mil chamber, you, you can do that too. Uh, so the, the beauty of the standard squeeze is that you can put – you've lost me completely. You've absolutely – you've rattled me. You've rattled me this episode. Outstanding. Um, you squeeze all you do is... I'm gonna oh goodness me I'm gonna edit this out of the audio um, do you want to... oh, I'm done all right did you send yourself to the bin? I would. I would. Um, the standard squeeze, obviously, like when, when you squeeze the chamber, it fills up the perfect 30 mil shot. So you can basically squeeze the chamber in your standard squeeze, get the perfect shot. If you have to drive, whatever, maybe Maddie has to drive later. I'd be very concerned if I was anywhere on the road with this bloke. But you can see there, perfect 30 mil shot straight away. So good on you. Hop on to standardsqueeze.com. The code that you can use to get 15% off is Insight15. Very easy. So hop on there, check it out. Very actually affordable as well, surprisingly. So um, check out the standardsquares.com. Goodness me. We got there eventually. That was just a fucking shit show from you. I'm going to, you're, you're going to be sent to the bin after this one. Trust me. <laughs> People don't like me for my insight. <laughs> no, not after this one. They won't. Um, <laughs> hey, but at least, at least Salty appreciates the piss take and the fuck around. You know, somebody, you've got to, you've got to take the piss every now and again because fuck me, we've yep. done that this whole episode, haven't we? Um, yep. Anyway, anyway, we're good. We've talked about our trades. We've talked about all the games. We've been gone for an hour and fucking 40 minutes. This is just insane. <laughs> Um, anyway, the, that extra 10 minutes, yeah, that classic. extra 10 minutes of fucking laughing through the episode is uh, about your Tessie new take. Absolute piss take. Absolute. That's probably the worst super coach take I've ever heard. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to clip that. I'm going to clip the whole thing. I'm going to put it together and we're going to play it on TikTok next week. And it's going to be outstanding. So follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere that you uh, want to get your insight fantasy sports takes. 
even if they're shit. Follow us there. Um, thanks, Mark. We appreciate it, man. We're putting up our Sunday nights. We're, we we enjoy this kind of stuff. You know, at the end of the day, we we love it. You know, this is the only reason we do it is because we enjoy it. So, uh, you know, even if we get to listen to Matty with his terrible fucking supercoach takes. But, uh, Tessie we, New. Watch him turn up next week. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather pick two he's new in my team than Tessie New, <laughs> I reckon. But uh, let's leave it at that. Thanks, guys, for hopping on. We appreciate your time. We we love all the comments. We love the support. We And, and we do take the piss, but we, we love people hopping on and having a chat with us. If you love the show, please subscribe. It helps us get it out to more people. And if you're listening to us on the audio platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, please click follow, leave us a review so that it reaches more people. We will see you on Tuesday night where we talk all things teams. And we're going to know the origin teams by then. And honestly, round 13 could be one of the more important weeks of the year when it comes to Supercoach, when it comes to getting up the rankings. So we will cover all of it on Tuesday night live. So hop on with us then. You've been listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. See you next time. 